This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Manya. Hey, Terry. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I am hanging in and happy to be recording episode number 14 of 14. the podcast. 14. Yes, indeed. And today we are going to talk about being a bad friend. Now that's, Uh-oh. you know, yeah, that people who, that have we been one, do we think we're one? Have we had them? But it's mostly focusing on what we all each kind of perceive as our being a bad friend. Okay. So, um, so I'll start. You, the there was a the inspiration for this was an article um, that we read and it was about you know we all have a lot going on in our lives and yes there are texts that aren't responded to there are calls that aren't returned there are um, there maybe there are car you know cards for birthdays or something like that that aren't acknowledged or thank yous that aren't sent but the overarching message is we're all trying at so many different things. We're all handling so many different things. But I don't think, and maybe at least for me, I can intellectually understand that. Yeah, this is, it can be hard to juggle all this stuff. But part of me, yeah, I still feel like a bad friend <laughs> if I haven't responded to a text or something. So, um, but yeah, so are you a bad, and, and I'll put it in quotes. Do you feel like you're a bad friend sometimes? Gosh, I, yes, I have definitely. <laughs> I mean, I think, haven't we all? I hope oh, we all yeah. have. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I want to say, so you've heard of imposter syndrome where, where somebody who's very successful thinks that they're just faking it and every, eventually everybody's going to find out that they're. Oh, just- okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they say imposter syndrome is one of those things that you probably aren't going to have unless you're actually really pretty high achieving. And if you really are someone who doesn't know what you're doing, you don't necessarily recognize that. So that you actually have to be high achieving to think that you're an imposter. And I think a little bit that's similar. I think you actually probably are a pretty good friend if you're thinking about is what I'm doing making me a bad friend. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and l- we'll take a step back in that. I think there certainly are ways that one can be a bad friend. And Oh, there are a lot of ways that are legitimate. Like, it's not just I haven't responded yet. Oh, right. Legitimately. Right. And we'll save that for another podcast. But the, le- <laughs> the legitimate things of don't do this as a friend. You know, these right. are the things that good friends do not do. You're right. Um, that's a whole nother topic. That's a different topic. But yeah. here, I think we're talking more about you know, that fear that maybe something we did wasn't right, or we Mm -hmm. um, are a bad friend. And I have definitely experienced that. Um, I think 
you know, a little bit less actually uh, because of the pandemic. Yeah. How so? I think for me, I recognized how hard it was for me to focus on things. My friendships became, I think for a lot of us, became real lifelines. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also was able to kind of recognize the, oh, I haven't been able to get in touch with that person. Oh, and I haven't responded to the text, but to realize, well, that's okay because this other person hasn't responded to my text. And I know that's just because they're overwhelmed. And so funnily enough, I think during the pandemic, some of those things, it was much easier to have an understanding and have that grace of, yeah, you just can't get to it. Well, and, it kind of. Get, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I just. I hope that continues. I hope that yeah. that awareness of our relationships continues. It kind of, in the the context of the pandemic, it kind of gave us all. Maybe, maybe in relation to a first instinct being, oh, I'm. I'm disappointed in myself because I didn't respond to something sooner or I didn't do this or I didn't do that. And I think this is what you're just saying. It put it in a context of it wasn't, it's what's not important is the immediacy of the response to something. What is important is that overall the relationship is there and the friendship is there. Yes. Um, You know, when we finally with a group of friends, you know, after a while, during lockdown and during the pandemic and after a while really feeling, you know what, we need to see one another and doing a, you know, a Zoom call and that taking on more significance than we ever thought it would. And it kind of made all the other little detail things that just kind of go by the wayside. So you're right, it gave it a different context and, and showed us some of the importance of when we do have a certain degree of, of contact and getting together that's more important than the the day-to-day things right and you know that's actually always been true well with, with the with difference is, is is recognizing that exactly realizing that yeah it's that the pandemic i think revealed some of that and revealed the the need to be more understanding mm-hmm and you know that that you don't have to give up a friendship just because for several weeks in the pandemic they were just not able to respond right so yeah it's been i mean and i've definitely as have you as have all of our listeners mm-hmm. i'm sure done something that you just thought oh i'm such a whatever uh-huh. um i wish that i hadn't done this to that person or i wish i had remembered to Um, so I know for me, birthdays are really important. Mm -hmm. Um, and by that, I mean, getting somebody a birthday card or gift ahead of their birthday or for sure by the day of their birthday, I am perfectly fine receiving birthday gifts well after my birthday because it extends the the celebration. That's That's right. Yeah. But to me, Getting somebody's birthday gift and have it arrive the day after their birthday is being a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Is it really? I don't think so. But it 
And even, even if you were to do that to me, I would not think that makes you a bad friend, but there's something about it on the other end that is really important to me. And, um, so those are, that's the kind of instance where I have felt like, oh my God, I'm this horrible person where I don't think a single person looking at the situation would think that was something bad. <laughs> just, just a tip for the future that I know what you're talking about. And I, I could certainly understand it because I'm similar in those ways, but with, I think it's about to change, but with the pandemic, any deliveries we're not getting there on time anyway but it's true <laughs> true that window there that it wasn't but it wasn't you you got it there on time but it was still being rerouted but yeah so that was so that might have give us given us the okay to go okay it's okay to back off a little bit but yeah yeah exactly. and i guess the question too is is if, if someone is feeling that way, if you're feeling like I just did something and that makes me a bad friend, mm -hmm. I forgot to respond to you or, um, and again, here we're talking about more the perception of being a bad friend than actually, you know, viciously doing something like sleeping with your best friend's husband. That it does make <laughs> you a bad, bad friend. That's, yeah, officially, that does. Yeah, yeah. We can't really gloss that over. Um, but if I've gotten your birthday present late or heaven forbid, I actually forgot that it was your birthday. Mm -hmm. Um, something like that. How do we have that grace for ourselves to, to be okay? And if it's something we really do need to talk with our friend about and acknowledge, mm -hmm. how do we manage something like that? Well, maybe the first way, and there's the two things about it, talking to your friend, if you feel you need to, but how do we kind of release ourselves from that feeling? Mm -hmm. And, you know, the point is that we are, we're already so many, each of us is so many things to so many different people that we, uh, for, to manage our own lives, um, manage our kids' lives, manage, you know, families' lives, extended family, out of town family, that, and just knowing that the big picture is we're all trying. We are all trying. And, um, but it's, so that, and that's a, a kind of comforting thing to know that, you know, we're all probably the majority of the people that we're feeling badly about not returning something or not giving a gift on time are probably feeling similar, but we're, we are all trying. So maybe the other balance is how do we give each other, I know the key is to give yourself the okay to just like, let it go. But, um, but maybe if maybe we just talk about it with our friends and realize that everybody that we've been so determined to make sure they get gifts on time and stuff like that, that they're also going, we need, we need to get, you know, Manya her gift on time and get, give everybody an opportunity to just chill out and just say, yep, it would be okay. We are all trying. Yes. I think that recognition. And again, I think the pandemic was, um, you know, for not for everybody, because some people's experience of the pandemic was um, quite traumatic. Right. For those where it was maybe not as disastrous, um, and it was we were dealing with lockdown and isolation, and those were kind of the main things we were dealing with. I think one of the lessons is that grace and that patience. Yeah. With yeah. ourselves and with our with our friends. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, what? I'm sorry. Now, no, one of the other things to think about too is. 
on a day-to-day basis with the responsibilities that we all have with work, with family, that the time that that is available for us to make that phone call and reach out is in the evenings when we're done for the day, you know, physically, emotionally, just our energy is tapped. That's what's tapped out. So it's really easy to kind of, um, to not do it at that point. And I know uh, sometimes it's a trade-off too, because I know I have some friends that I have been meaning to call for a while, but right now I have a family member who needs a bit more of attention. So if I'm going to tap into that, what little energy is left at the end of the day, right now I'm going to funnel it towards my family member. Doesn't right. say my friends aren't, you know, those friends aren't important, but that's where I know I need to dig down and make that extra push. And so maybe it's, you know, knowing too that my friends will probably be not, not that my family wouldn't be more forgiving, but I know that the priority right now has to be that family member. Right. And, you know, that's a great example of how we are able to give each other grace and understanding Mm -hmm. even pre pandemic, right? When you, when somebody has a really serious crisis or they're dealing with something that takes their time and their energy away, we get that. We understand that, um, you know, and for especially long-term friends and, and very dear friends, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's barely a bump in the road in, of the friendship quite often. Yeah. It's just, yeah, this is, um, you know, a very good friend of mine said something to me once a long time ago, and I've never forgotten it because I love it, which is that a friend is, a friendship is a little bit like a joint bank account okay. that you're, <laughs> you're both putting both making deposits and there are times when one of you needs to withdraw a lot Uh and there may be there may be times when one of you really doesn't have the ability to put very much in Mm -hmm. but it's there for both of you and you share it and so if I can't put a lot in you carry Mm -hmm. the load if I need to take a lot out you also keep putting in and help with that that's a great analogy And, you know, thinking just as just thought of that as we were talking about this, because I feel like, you know, if you feel like you're being a bad friend, just think about that for a second. You know, if it's if it's truly a friendship where there's give and take and love and respect, then it can put up with the fact that you got a birthday present there late or right or forgot to call or just couldn't get back to them in a timely manner. Um, you know, assuming, assuming they weren't calling you in an emergency. It's too bad there isn't some kind of, because I love the checkbook, the joint checking account analogy. Um, you know, sometimes one of us will get a bonus and put a whole lot in there that kind of covers <laughs> yes, the other one. Exactly. And, um, but it's to, you know, to have the site to, to be able to look at that balance and know just by the balance when, oh, there's something going on over there. But we, you know, and, but maybe I, oh, I love that as another thing to explore. It's like, when you know that somebody's balance is down, what can you do without their being, feeling like you're overreaching to, to help them get that balance back up again? I have to, have to ponder this theme a little bit. I like it. Yeah. I think that's a topic for another one of our upcoming episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, it's a it's a interesting topic, and you know the article. It was a 
great hook, you know, am I being a bad friend? Yeah. And the answer kind of was not really. We're just, especially as women, I think, again, I cannot mm-hmm. speak for all of us, but I think we can often be a little more critical of ourselves. Oh, and yeah. especially with friendship relationships and especially with friends that are very important to us. I mm-hmm. think, you know, that's, we, we don't want to mess up. We don't want to lose our good friends. Right. Right. You know, and I think we've all experienced, we know it is possible to do something that really is bad enough that you damage a friendship. Either we've done it ourselves or we've had it mm-hmm. done to us. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where the fear comes from. Yeah. So. It's funny just even seeing the title of the article, you know, bad friend. When I saw that I was, I didn't think in terms of physical harm to somebody or something like that. My first thought was, all right, I'm going to see myself in this. (laughs) This is going to be the things that I haven't done, the calls I haven't made, the texts I haven't responded to. And so that's so, you know, but like you're saying, that's, that's, it could be a very female thing too. It's like, all right, this is not going to be larceny. This is just going to be, I haven't gotten back to them yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in a little bit, we, I think we're going to be having a guest on the podcast who is, I think can help us shed some light on this topic. And this person is not a woman. So mm-hmm. he may be able to answer the question and tell us what uh, the gentlemen feel about this. I would, well. I'm so looking forward to that just to cut through the, you know, <laughs> to hear his response to, the, yeah. I'm looking exactly. forward to that perspective. Yep. A little, little teaser for one of our future episodes. Yeah, yeah. So we're getting close to time, Terry. Is there any final thoughts you want to no, share? I, well, no, just, you know, I think our listeners and I think a lot of people just appreciate the feeling. I think each of us at some time or another and probably a lot um, kind of consider ourselves having done something I don't know if a bad or or just something that didn't um, didn't honor the friendship by just you know exchanging a call or just doing something simple, but knowing again, I love the phrase. It was like we're all trying, we're all doing our things, and it's probably okay. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's a great thought to end on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening, everybody, and thanks everyone. See you again soon. Bye.